0: You're listening to a rock candy podcast.
1: You have arrived at your destination. Okay, so
2: this is our episode on Zack Snyder, as we'll say yeah. here in just a minute. Yeah, uh, you gave it away too early. I get, oh, this is, our, <laughs> this is our episode. This, this is going to be an
1: episode on something. On something You don't know what another. it is yet. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
2: Uh, all because th- <laughs> what I
1: say later is pretty dope. <laughs> it's true. Remember what I say. What do they'll you hear
2: say? it. Oh, they'll hear it. They'll they'll. they'll uh, yeah. <laughs> I want you to repeat it right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're we're throwing a little intro on here because um this this episode just because I've been busy might not be as expertly edited as you yeah. come to expect. Uh, so I might I might uh, there might great be some editor some um, a great editor. or some <laughs> you don't know how many episodes have you listened to that I've
1: edited <laughs> paying um, attention to editing probably big big goose egg big zero. I big zero i haven't listened to any of these episodes all the way through except for the one i edited
2: <laughs> that's i was there yeah it's true that's true no i, I feel the same i way.
1: remember it
2: that's true all right well uh all right y'all enjoy this episode on whoever it is question mark i guess you didn't look in your podcast app yeah it might be a, it might be a
1: <laughs> might be a guy
2: I got a, I got a, I got a beer going. Um, I bought this six pack beers. Beer? beer o'clock? It's beer o'clock, man. It's six o six. Is
1: it one of those non alcoholic beers? you No, really?
2: no, it's not. I like those, but they taste a Bad. lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They I taste like them, a, but they, they don't
1: have a good taste to them. No,
2: here's the thing about non alcoholic beer. Like I drink beer, like I drink coffee. Like I don't really. If you could take the caffeine out of coffee and still make it taste the same, I would be fine. Like, it's not that I think I need the chemical reaction. It's that I want the flavor and the ritual. And so beer is the same way for me. If you could make a non-alcoholic beer that tasted the same, I would buy it. But the thing is, with the way that non-alcoholic beer tastes right now, I'm willing to pay maybe half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, the experience is about half as good. But the Um, thing
1: about it is is that alcohol is part of the flavor. (laughs) Yes. No, Totally. (laughs) Yeah, and, and the it's thing like, is, it's like trying to drink less non-alcoholic bourbon. Like, what yes, would that be? Yeah, exactly.
2: Like, yeah, it'd be nothing. I did see an advertisement <clears throat> for this thing, and I don't even remember what it's called, but it was, it was, like, advertised as, like, a social beverage that was alcohol-free. It was, like... Water? No, no, it was, like, the, the goal was to make you tipsy, but not have alcohol, so oh. <laughs> yeah, i don't know and i've heard things about that before or people trying to do that where it's like synthetic alcohol so it like doesn't have any of the negative effects on your body but it can have the cognitive effects a little bit um yeah. so i don't know that would be weird i, I would try yeah. it um that's it, wacky
1: you. i guess not as not any more wacky than what we drink anyway no that's true yeah
2: because we do um, that anyway but it
1: just has some negative health <laughs> effects yeah
2: so um, yeah the
1: thing about coffee is um I'm 100% there with you. Mm -hmm. And the last year or so, my anxiety has gotten a lot worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I used to actually really like the feeling, and sometimes I still do, but like a cup of morning coffee could feel like hope and inspiration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like after Mm -hmm. about 10 minutes of taking that first sip of like an Americano, like there's this warm, like I could accomplish anything feeling that goes on and you're kind of, but right now, like that feeling's been replaced with uh-huh oh god what's what's gonna happen yeah. next yeah, like <laughs> it's very true. my heart rate it's like <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah. uh, what do i have to do oh i have to do
2: this oh god these days have, if, if your heart rate goes up it's not good like it's, <laughs> it's yeah. not
1: fun it's not something no. good is happening but um, i will say the yeah. other the other uh, it hasn't stopped me from drinking coffee i'm just drinking significantly less like, oh really okay like i was like a four cup a day guy sure yeah and i'm like a cup a day now and i'm good wow that's great yeah. i'm probably still at around four or so i was just gonna say it's it's a lot easier when you're not brewing a pot yeah. Well, so, like I'm, I've yeah. got like the single cup America. Like I have to, yeah. I grind the beans and then I press them into the thing and then yeah. I brew it. And, it takes yeah. some work for sure. Yeah.
2: I uh, uh, one thing that I've been doing now that it's a million degrees outside. Uh, it's and several. Al- yeah, and also you know uh, the the pandemic. I'm not going to coffee shops like I used to. Um, but one thing I have been doing is making cold brew coffee at home all the time. So. Okay. It's just, you just put coffee grounds in a bag and let it sit overnight. Um, you let it sit for about 24 hours, it's good. Um, and it's really good. And so that has upped my coffee intake, actually. Like, when I get up and it's hot in the morning, it's like, nah, let me yeah. go just get a nice iced coffee and do whatever yeah. I'm doing, so. Yeah.
1: I did, I mean, I, I still, like, there are days where, like, my, my anxiety is worse and there are, it's just a chemical thing, I guess. Sure. So the other morning I had the feeling of, like, oh, I have like, I'm just thinking about like one idea for like a script I have. And it's like, oh, I can't wait to write that. It's just that feeling of, oh, unexplored creativity, (laughs) you know? Yeah.
2: Speaking of of unexplored creativity, that's another thing that I've been doing quite a bit is playing the drums. I don't know if we talked about this on uh, the podcast or not. I don't think so. But yeah, I've been, I've been, Chris let me borrow his drum kit, which is incredibly kind of him. And I've been, I texted my downstairs neighbor and I was like, can you let me know what days you're working? Cause I'm going to, I'm going to be very loud upstairs. So, uh, yeah. So I've been, I've been playing drums and it is so good, dude. It is yeah. so good. It's so good for me right now. Like I'll play, sure. I'll play drums and I'm not a good drummer. Like I can pass, but I couldn't play live. Like it takes me a long time to get things right. And so, like, I'm tracking my own songs, and so I'm kind of writing them drum-wise as I'm playing them, you know? Uh, yeah. I know how the basics of the, of the, you know, guitar and bass and all those parts are going to go, but I just don't know, you know, I'm figuring out the drums. And so, in order to get, like, to write the part that I want, to play it, and to play it well, well enough to keep, I'm probably playing every one of these songs, like, 20, 30 times or something like that. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? And uh-huh. so playing a song 20 or 30 times is so good for me right now. I'm just sweating upstairs, yeah. just wearing myself out, and it's wonderful. I have, weirdly enough, I have bruises on my upper legs from where i'm like hitting my legs when i'm no yeah that makes sense a snare no so. i think that tracks yeah yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: I seem to remember that i used to play oh, a lot
2: but yeah 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 i didn't know that yeah. that was like a thing i figured it was just because i was completely incompetent at the instrument um, um it, it's probably <clears throat> maybe it's a bad bad form sure but i yeah. had it but it happens um, yeah yeah. So, yeah so well anyway that's fun um yeah. oh yeah I, so w- no i just want to say this is the Common creators podcast everybody that's that's yeah. all
1: yeah. Oh, you guys—they
2: didn't—they didn't know that—they didn't know. No, they you weren't sure. Know? They hadn't been welcomed formally, and so oh
1: yeah, I'm Will. Yeah. I'm the Doc. That's
2: Joe. He's a maestro. Or he around, is
1: around these parts. <laughs> around these parts. Around uh, these uh, parts. But uh, either was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Mm-hmm. I the day before yesterday I was not the maestro. Okay. Because we in the movie community lost uh, one yeah. of the one of the best yeah. film composers of all time. Yep. Ennio Morricone. Yep. And, uh, if you don't know who that is, shame. I'd say you probably do, because you've probably heard, (laughs) that's, that's Morricone. Yeah, of course. You know, you know who he is. Yeah. And yeah, he, 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 we lost him. Yeah. And, uh. Was it sudden?
2: Was it expected? Like, he he was an older guy, obviously. He was an older
1: man, yeah. (laughs) I, I don't, I don't think it was like a accidental, um. I'm sure it was a...
2: Wait, what? You don't think it was accidental?
1: An accidental death? Like a... Like a like, you think it was a natural death, you mean? Yeah, like oh, okay. I don't think he was in All a right. car accident.
2: Okay. I thought you were suggesting he was <laughs> murdered or something. I was uh, like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 no. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I, I did see that. That's, that's terrible. And, and some big names were mourning him on, you know, and rightfully so on social yeah. media. And no, stuff. my
1: Twitter feed was so. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everybody... Which was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. He was he was the maestro. His yeah. melodies will outlive us all. So. We'll we'll have to do an episode on him in tribute before too long. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. He uh, he he. Um, and Sergio Leone's partnership is one of my favorite um, filmmaking collaborations of all time. So
2: sure, yeah. All right. Well, before we get into what we're talking about today. A um, couple little housekeeping things I wanted to get out of the way. Number one, I'm going to start saying this at the beginning. You can contact us and let us know what you would like us to do episodes on in the future at our Instagram, Common Creators Podcast, or Common Creators Podcast at gmail.com. Reach out. We've had recently a, rec- uh, a request that we are going to do really soon. But yeah, if you want us to talk about something, reach out. It could be fun. And also, I did want to throw this out there and let them know, and I'll cut this out if you want me to, but I was going to say, we're going to be coming up on the end of our first season of the podcast before too long. Yeah. Do you want to say anything about that? I wanted to bring it up, but we don't have to, we don't have to spend a lot of time, but I figured, you know. Yeah. We thought seasons would be cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, but not for no reason, right? I mean, uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's just no, (laughs) just no reason (laughs) at all. (laughs) Well, I've made up um, after the fact. I've made up some reasons. Um, Yeah, it gives us a break. It It gives us curious. It gives us a break where we don't feel like we have to be hitting something every week. And let's be honest, it gives you a break. Not that you're ever obligated to listen to this, but like you know, it gives a a little downtime. We can end on something big and cool that we're really excited to talk about. And, and monumental. And monumental. And then maybe when we come back, we can we can kick it off again. You know, it just adds kind of a freshness. Keep it fresh. Yeah. You know, have a little bit of downtime and then keep it fresh. If you just go and go and go and go, it just kind of gets, you know, you need a little, you need a break and then a rejuvenation. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And um, seasons makes it feel like a TV show.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like, this is breaking, this is breaking, uh, Breaking pod. That
2: exists 100%. I guarantee. I'm sure. I guarantee that exists. I'm um, sure it does. Yeah. All right. This so, is not that. This is not that. What are we talking about today, though? This is comic creative, so we're talking about something good. You know it. We're talking about Tough Guy the movie, so- <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I listened to quite a bit of Zack Snyder um, in preparation oh, good. for this. I didn't, um, I didn't rewatch full... Uh, uh, any of his full movies. Uh, yeah. I just didn't have time to, but I watched some scenes and I did a little bit of reading and I gathered my thoughts. So I'm pretty ready to talk about Zach. Sweet. But yeah, I'm sure you have quite a bit on Zach as well and probably, you know, have some spots that I've missed. So yeah.
1: I have a, I have, yeah. a, I have a complicated relationship with how I feel about Zack
2: Snyder. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, and that, I think that's going to be fun. So, Zachary Snyder <laughs> was born. Zack Snyder was born in 66, so at the time that we're recording, he's 54 years old. Um, mm-hmm. He's a film director. He's an American film director, a producer, a screenwriter. I'm just reading Wikipedia right now. But nonetheless, that's what he's known for. He's probably best known, I think, for what? For more, most recently, the DCEU. He was very heavily yeah. involved in that. For a while, there was at least talk, if not it being official, that he was sort of the head honcho of the DCEU. He was sort of yeah. the showrunner, for lack of a better word. Yeah, probably uh, a bad um, call. Yeah, probably a <laughs> bad call. We'll talk about that. Um, uh, but he's also known, I mean, before that, he was, he was still well-known because he had done 300,
1: right? Yeah. And that was, that was a big I think 300 deal. was his second feature. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had had done Dawn of the Dead before that and then 300.
2: Yeah. I knew Dawn of the Dead was... uh, So that's wild. Um, This is one thing. And so I'll go ahead and ask you about... And we don't have to talk about his life before movies in the way that we would like, you know, M. Night Shyamalan or something. But... um, because i don't know that it matters as much to be honest but like how do you start off with dawn of the dead did you find anything about this it's just like first um, movie's dawn of the dead this big sort of studio yeah you know, um i think it's studio I don't know. uh yeah,
1: it was, a stu- uh, yeah. Sure it was a studio movie yeah um made a lot of money yeah but from what i understood from what i understand um zach snyder kind of lives in that um, vein of 90s 2000 uh, filmmakers who got their st- got their start like yeah. shooting music videos. Okay, yeah. Um, I want to say he a did like sense, a ZZ Top music video. Um, okay, and a few other kind of larger bands before he ever shot a movie. Okay. So like, um, like McGee and uh, Michael Bay and all those types of filmmakers are all vi- really yeah you know kinetic, uh, yeah. visual filmmakers and they got their start uh, doing. Oh, yeah. Music, music videos.
2: Yeah, you're right. He's got a big list of music videos that he's
1: done here. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. I don't, I don't know the specifics of that. Um, sure. Um, but I, I yeah. would assume that that kind of getting your foot in the door there is what's going to, you know, give somebody the... Uh, get your foot in the door to, to, to make your first feature. Sure. Um, yeah. So, Dawn of the Dead is actually... One of his most liked features, I think. Yes. Um, that's
2: that's what the consensus that I came across as well. And yeah. I haven't seen his version of Dawn of the I actually just watched the original Dawn I, of the Dead like last week, but I haven't seen his version in a long time.
1: Yeah. It um, yeah, I have I've seen it, but it hasn't it's been a long time yeah. before I knew the name Zack Snyder. Um, probably yeah. ten plus years. Yeah. Since so I've oh,
2: seen it. Most definitely for me. Do you have any sort of memories of that or like the you um, know?
1: No, um, yeah. I, it was an. I just remember it being an enjoyable zombie movie. Sure, um, I don't remember if it was tonally similar um, in a stylized way to any of his later later work. Yeah, but from what I understand, three hundred was kind of the start of his stamp mm-hmm. um, visual visual style of you know yeah. stamp. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting about Zack Snyder's first movie is that it was written by James Gunn oh
2: really dawn of the dead was written by james gunn yes so i think james
1: gunn wrote it not for Zack snyder but he was you know james gunn wrote a bunch of you know he did he got his start in um what you call it trauma oh yeah Um, yeah yeah, he wrote wrote tromeo and juliet yeah you know so
2: and for those who don't know james gunn is most well known for the guardians of the galaxy movies right at this point yes yeah -hmm. Um, yeah i
1: mean he's done a bunch of other stuff and a lot of really Cool and edgy genre movies. Yeah, um, but then Disney gave him a shot, and now he's a big guy. Sure, he's a big boy. Yeah, definitely. So, Dawn of the Dead comes out, um, does well, from
2: what I understand. Um, yeah, is still and and as you mentioned, Snyder doesn't write it. And right. if, if it wasn't written for him, then he probably didn't even have a hand in the story, which I think is something that's worth noting. Yes. <laughs> for it 100%. Being, <laughs> for it being his uh one of his most well liked movies. So that's two thousand and four. Two thousand and six he comes out with three Mm-hmm. I did rewatch a few scenes of three hundred. It was I mean, visually really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean
1: yeah so three hundred came out in what, like two thousand two thousand six six. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to remember that some of the first films shot on digital were like coming out four and five you know five and six even years prior to this movie coming out sure so like the early 2000s like think um, 28 days later how gnarly that movie looks like these were some of the first movies shot with this type of digital technology and I don't know if 300 was shot on film and then all the digital effects were added or what i would assume it was i don't know um Uh. but this type of technology is new at this point right so whenever you're watching like you're not going to see someone achieve what they achieved on 300 Mm in the 80s right oh
2: no yeah just technically impossible
1: so the color grade Mm -hmm. is very very specific yes Um, before this color was done chemically mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just dipping the film in a chemical and getting your color grade yeah. color yeah. timing whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. now you can you can mask out even a, a certain thing on the screen and track it and change the color of that thing sure. or or the contrasts and all all, all these types of things yeah. but with 300 the look of it felt like Kind of like nothing you'd ever seen before, right? No, yeah, there. I think for for a lot of action sequences, for example, um, before this, um, <clears throat> the uh, the style was shake the camera around, mm-hmm. cut a lot, yeah, to create energy, yes, make it uh, very kinetic. Mm-hmm. And then Zack Snyder's like, no, we're gonna shoot super slow mo, slow mo, yeah, and a very slow track in this big fight scene, so you can just slowly see everything happening like a painting. Yes. And visually, it's like, when I first saw it, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I think also, as stylized as it was, like, it prob- probably made me feel like the movie was much better than it actually was. Okay, yes. Um, yeah. So, Um another, you know.
2: another thing to say about 300 um, is that I think, I think we all remember where he, you know, uh, what's his name, Gerard Butler, right, kicks that guy into that hole. And this is Sparta. T- to be honest, yeah, I don't even remember much beyond that. I don't. I don't remember the character that much. I don't remember that stuff. And and to be fair, I only watched a couple little snippets. I didn't like watch the entire film to prep for this. But yeah. one thing that's important to note is one of the things that Zack Snyder is doing here is recreating work that was already created in another medium because 300 exactly. 300 is a graphic novel that's written by was a, initially a 1998 comic series written by frank miller mm-hmm. with art by lynn varley who who works with frank miller a lot or has worked with frank miller a lot um and so a lot of what he does in the film 300 is literally just sort of translate it's kind of visual translation. Yeah. Um, a lot of what you see on the screen in 300, you can see almost identically in the series, in the comic series. Yeah. And so, I think that's that's something that begins there in 300 and really carries through a lot of Snyder's work um, yeah. that we'll talk about. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I think I don't know how good do you
1: think this movie is?
2: Let me ask that. Because, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah.
1: I honestly think even uh, it's unfair to to completely judge it as as a on a good level in 2020. I sure. think you have to yeah. put it in 2006. That's interesting. Um, yeah,
2: because now if you went back and watched it, what yeah. we would think? Well, we've probably seen a lot of stuff right. like this. Well, and you know,
1: th- think about Citizen Kane and the things yeah. that Citizen Kane achieved. Yeah, like if that movie came out right now, it it's not the masterpiece that it was because of. Yeah, all of the all of its achievements of things that had never you know yes had, it, the context the camera, is important, the camera yeah. f- floats out out and up and then through the window and it's like how are they doing this like now now that's just what we do yeah. right right but I I think three hundred was actually shot on film which is makes sense because it was two thousand six but sure. um, the process and how how they how they created all that stuff is obviously a a, a digital process yeah.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. But, so I mean, you have to take the context into because it was it was a sort of to say cultural phenomenon is too much, but it was a, it was a point of like, oh, that's interesting. We haven't seen that before. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like it swept the world by storm, but still. Um, no, but we,
1: you'd never when you watched it, you're like, I've never seen this. I've never um, seen this. Yeah, exactly. You know, and now you have many times <laughs> over. Have, yeah, um, yeah exactly. but I I I I I think it's unfair to, to judge it um outside of that context yeah
2: um, that's fair um so 2006 he does that 2009 he does a he makes a potentially controversial move i remember this being controversial at the time and in 2009 he makes Watchmen. um yeah. and i remember that being okay so this was before i had read Watchmen. 2009. same uh, Yeah. i hadn't read it i i remember going to see uh, i think the dark knight I believe, yeah, two thousand eight would have been, yeah. So the Dark yeah. Knight, and they showed one of the first trailers for Watchmen, and I remember talking to somebody not too long after that. I don't know if it was you, or it might have been you telling me something your dad said or something, where he was like, "I can't believe they're making that into a movie" or something. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he meant it in a good way or a bad way, but at least some people felt, yeah,
1: you don't make that into a movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, for my dad, it might have been, might have been a good way. Less- yeah, Well, it may have been less of a, this is, you know, my dad is, yeah. and we can, well, well I'll, I'm going to bring my dad up quite a bit sure. when we get to, to the DC stuff that he did. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of ruined my dad's life a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I wonder if my dad saying that was more of a superheroes aren't that, so don't make uh, a movie out of that. Okay. You know, I think he ended sure. up enjoying the movie, but like, yeah. you know, Superman is his hero. Yes. Yes. Um and all all those things that Superman like, you know he saw Wonder Woman and he's like that's yeah. what I want to see on screen. He really loves like, very classic
2: heroism or whatever and yeah and kind of mm-hmm. stuff like that right
1: yeah, you know and and people just being good and kind yeah. and and and, yeah, yeah. and helping each other like, and like heroes yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a yeah. hero. Yeah, for sure. Um, Zack Snyder's not not as interested he in is that. Per se interested in that. No. Um,
2: yeah. So he makes Watchmen in two thousand nine. I mean, I liked this movie. Yeah. I thought it had so,
1: cool moments. Um, uh, yeah, I, I liked Watchmen a lot uh, in retrospect. And uh, hopefully, if you've seen this, you've watched our Watchmen show episode. If not, yeah, yeah, then yeah. Uh, I talked about this a little bit on that episode. But um, I didn't realize when I watched Zack Snyder's movie yeah. that he kind of made the watchmen sexier than they are yeah they, than they were intended right yes. yeah because i think zack snyder views the watchmen as oh these these guys are tough mm-hmm. um and i don't know that alan I, Al, alan moore might have felt that way in some form or fashion but i yeah. think you know for the most part he was you know he well, didn't he, he didn't feel that way to so, and to some
2: extent this will come to my kind of big through line that i have prepared about zach snyder but like zach snyder is much more interested in the sort of physicality of his characters than alan moore is alan moore yeah in his graphic novel and we'll do an episode on that but uh, alan moore in his graphic novel is very much interested in the ideas he builds characters that are very interesting and complex and all this kind of stuff but it's really not even in the case where you have very very strong characters or very very uh, what are supposed to be sort of traditionally attractive characters and stuff like that? That's not the focus. And yeah. I think for Zack Snyder, just his visual style, he does focus on the sort of physicality of characters more so yeah. than you
1: know. You know, and you, and you could you could view the graphic novel of the Watchmen as like kind of a critique on like DC, for example. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. These characters, like I, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna not gonna get into that sure. specific. Sure, sure, sure. But. For Zack Snyder, it's like, no, these are that as well. So yeah. the Watchmen are yeah. a darker version of DC and yeah. it's not not necessarily a critique on yeah. what those characters represent. <laughs> yes. It's just a meaner, tougher version. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah
2: um but but overall i thought the video the the video i thought the movie was good um yeah there, um, there are lots of cool visuals there's there's you know i thought the incorporation of certain he uses that slow-mo thing a lot i remember the intro to Watchmen yeah. is very very memorable he has this bob dylan yeah. track and you know it's very cool.
1: you know it's 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 300 you know it's 300 yeah. the sequel with you know different source material That's i great, think yeah I, I think if he's Taking source material that really works well and obviously that yeah. graphic novel really works re- well yeah. right oh yeah you know and he, he took out all the, the the cutaways to the 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 kid reading the the comic which was a good choice for a feature yeah. and he got rid of the giant squid at the end yeah f- for for this type of movie um, and, and his his take on the movie I think worked really well it did yeah um, what I didn't realize until today though mm-hmm. is that Zack Snyder didn't wasn't a writer on Watchmen oh really okay no, it was co-written by two guys one guy I don't know how to pronounce his name mm-hmm. it's alex at t s e okay and then david hater okay um Alex doesn't have many movies to his name, but David Hayter wrote x men for Brian singer and mm-hmm. x two okay and I, I, x men and x two were were pretty dope movies especially for their time so Definitely. like it would make sense as to why yeah some of the choices in three hundred or three hundred in watchmen that I really liked yeah um, were probably a writer of a slightly h- higher caliber. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. I mean, so you can s- you can read Zack Snyder's influences on his sleeve. Yeah, I mean, the first two big. I mean, Dawn of the Dead's big, but then the first two movies he does after that are both based on graphic novels by the two sort of big icons of comics writing in the eighties. Yeah.
1: You know the, frank and the, yeah. the, the the uh this the change of yes, how we viewed comics the change the
2: yes exactly the more serious the more gritty um alan moore and frank miller are pretty much uh dual handedly responsible for that shift with uh, they're dark dorks uh, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah alan moore's a, a, a magician now so we'll have to do an episode on him sometime oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll save it. That'll be a tease okay. for later. Um anyway, so Watchmen comes out. Um I how did Watchmen do? Do you know? Like do you know how um, it, how it was received? Uh, I don't remember people really hating it, it. Um no, I think it
1: made money. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: And it's pretty much yeah. once again, it's pretty much a beat for beat, you know, he just takes panels out of the graphic novel and recreates yeah. them visually.
1: Um and it's and it's and it's really effective. Um yeah. yeah. And and this this kind of weird slow mo um, stylized visual that Mm he very colorful and very like contrasty and backlit and all of these things kind of mixed with this really kind of like pit in your stomach type of violence is actually really effective. It is whether you like it or not. It's really interesting and it stays with you. Yeah.
2: No. Agreed. Agreed. Um, It's a nice contrast. Yeah. You
1: know the violence is is at the time was like when these guys were punching each other, it, they felt like superheroes punching superheroes, even though the comedian is just an a-hole in a <laughs> costume, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when he's fighting for his life in the like first scene of the movie, it's like, oh, they're, he's hitting the wall so hard, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So that was an achievement I suppose
2: yeah i suppose so i mean um i i wouldn't you know i have no big problems with the film or anything i thought it was you know uh good in so far as you can make a watchman movie after that he does we can come back to any of these obviously at any point um but after that in 2010 he does legends legend of the guardian which i didn't see the owls of the yeah uh i'm
1: curious to yeah
2: was it an animated movie yeah it's an animated movie about owls um so uh based on a a series of books i believe um i might be wrong about that but nonetheless we're not going to say much about that movie because neither of us have seen it and also it's kind of not the movie or the type of movie you think about when you think about Zack snyder odd choice um yeah odd choice so nonetheless he he makes that one which whatever then he makes sucker punch after that in 2011
1: Uh I, fe- so, I feel like you have things to say about Sucker Punch. <laughs> is that true? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do. Um okay. Sucker Punch is the type of movie when I first saw it, when it, when it came out, I was much younger. Yeah. And pretty pretty girls and yeah. super stylized violence. I'm like this is cool, but at yeah. the end I feel weird, okay. right? Um yeah. it's just it's like a again just really dark story. Yeah. Um, so this uh, one
2: he writes and produces as well as directing. Yes. It. Yeah.
1: Um so he's a writer on it and I haven't yeah. watched this movie in a long time. Um I actually tried to rewatch this a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and after the first scene I'm like I'm just not interested in watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Um but what what's interesting is that he co-writes this movie with a guy named Steve uh Shibuya. Yeah who was a PA on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Really? Yeah, a production well, assistant. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. So, wow. Steve, yeah, coming up he, in the world. I don't know <laughs> if he you know wrote much after that or not. Sure.
2: Yeah, that's great. I didn't realize yeah. that.
1: But um, I think this is probably the first example of, probably not the first example, but the first real example yeah. to where you can't point at something else that he's adapting yeah of his um view of like women mhm um mm. and just how he kind of portray- portrays these young pretty True. fighting girls um yeah. what 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 are your what are some what are your some of your oh you know thoughts i don't
2: have i, I mean for me sucker punch is sort of a little bit more of a memory than dawn of the dead so i don't have a ton of of good i could see like i mean when you look at it like the 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 few little shots that i that i watched prepping for this um you look at it and i could go well it could potentially be an issue um in terms of like gender representation and stuff like that it could maybe not read super well if we're trying to be you know, just respectful of, every, of everyone. Yeah. But it's not, but at the same time, I, I don't want to look at it and go, well, they're pretty women who are dressed in this particular way, so therefore it's a problem. Like, maybe it's not. I don't know what the message of the movie is because um, yeah. I don't really remember. And so, um, but it's and, and also it's one of those things where as I said before, Zack Snyder is not cutting just one direction on this type of thing. He is sort of interested in the physicality of all of his characters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so and so I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I think it's a th- it's a theme that you find in Zack Snyder which is he is interested in what the bodies of his characters look like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's sort of a very yeah. anatomical uh visual stylist when it comes to <laughs> it comes to his sure. movies. So, uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you find it or thinking back on it, do you think it was like a little bit of a like the gender stuff in there was a little icky looking back,
1: or what um, was your take? It it, it feels that way. Okay. I, I think I, I don't know that that was his intention. Like yeah. I, I I know that his intention was probably to make a movie like a feminist movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, girl power kind sure. of. Sure,
2: <sighs> but it was him and Steve writing it. <laughs> yeah, and sure. you
1: know the the wardrobe and the production design. Sure, is, yeah is.
2: They're like in what, like kind of like hot schoolgirl type outfits or whatever. Yeah, it, it feels, like feels that. more yeah. like yeah.
1: It feels a little icky. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, I, I I need to read more up on it. I, yeah, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. I mean,
2: but. my my general memory of not the film itself, but the sort of popular f- vibe about the film was that it was kind of stupid right like sure, I, sure. I don't I don't remember that much in terms of people being like this is you know this is wrong and blah blah blah. but I remember people being like this movie's dumb and I don't know yeah. how, tr- how true that was or not but I remember it being sort of perceived as not incredibly successful just as a film yeah um, um yeah
1: yeah I, I think the movie is just it's just pretty nihilistic and oh, okay and you know it's it's kind of nihilistic the characters are really sexualized Mm. and then and then at the end she's uh lobotomized oh right 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 yeah Yeah. so i'm 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 not sure if it's a thing where it's like you're saying this is how we treat women Mm. but the way that you're you know the way that you're you're showing it all those are choices to say yeah i'm trying to sell a sexy movie
2: yeah for sure it's kind of um, one of those things where you sort of have plausible deniability because you're like, right, you know, it's like, no, no, this is about how cool women are, but then at the same time you're selling it on the on the you know, uh, right, you're selling it, you're selling a version of cool women that like thirteen year old straight boys are into, you know, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it feels like he, he's he's trying to, yeah, you know, in e- each each one of these characters you you, you see into their. My, their their, mind, minds, their basically, mindscape yeah. essentially yeah, to like, yeah. like a way to show how like independent and strong they are but yeah, at sure. the end like you lobotomize them yeah like, yeah yeah like gotcha you know they're they're wearing like super short skirts and then lobotomized at the end i, I just don't think yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. i mean regardless of the intention i'm sure. not i'm not here to crap you know to dump or crap on him in in yeah. that way right but i don't think it was successful
2: i mean yeah okay so like there there's two different critiques that are possible right one is like you, this is sort of ethically a little or not even ethically but just sort of you know why would you say things like this yeah. blah 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 and then the completely other separate issue is you just didn't pull it off like this
1: <laughs> yeah. just not terribly well done and you know to like do. If a woman made this movie, um, mm-hmm. first of all, I think some there were some different choices might have been made. Right, right, right. But it's going to feel different sure. to see these girls mm. doing what they're doing. Sure. the way they're dressed. Sure, if a, if it's a woman's choice to put <laughs> to dress them that way. Yeah, does w- that make sense?
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, the the context of the author of a piece of art is important. You know. Yeah, um, and that's not to say like. Certain types of people can say certain or make certain types of art, and other people can't make that type. But it does change the sort of meaning and and the sort yeah. of contextual, you know, feel of a piece of uh, of media when when that's the case for sure. All right. Well, we we spent way longer on *Sucker Punch* yeah. than I thought, so let's talk about *Man of yeah. Steel*. This is twenty thirteen. Um, well, I'll, I'll also um, say, oh yeah, um, go for it.
1: That was the first movie um, Oscar Isaac's that I that I saw him in. He's the oh, he's really? one of the bad guys, one of the uh, okay. Ward Mm. guys at the at the mental institution. So gotcha. That's cool. Um, I didn't even remember he was in that. So 2013
2: is he puts out Man of Steel. Yeah. And this is right after DC movies, however you Warner Brothers has had some hits with the Nolan Batman movies. Yeah. And then they choose Zack Snyder to do Man of Steel. Um, I remember being super hyped for this movie yeah, at the so, time.
1: So the story goes is that Nolan came up with an idea for a Superman movie after doing Batman. Yes. And didn't want to do another superhero movie right away. So right. they got in touch. So David S. Goyer yeah, and Chris Nolan have this idea, meet up with Zack Snyder over breakfast. Mm-hmm. Zack says, Ooh, yes, I'll do that. Um, so again, not this isn't this isn't Zack Snyder's uh, script. It's David S. Goyer's screenplay yeah. based on Chris Nolan's story. Yeah.
2: So I remember them kind of, and it makes sense for Warner Brothers, but they were kind of leaning into the marketing of like this is kind of another Chris Nolan superhero movie. Yeah. Um, even though he wasn't directing it, and it was you know obviously Zack Snyder visually and so forth, they were leaning into that Nolan success. That this they is had some
1: had. more dark dork territory. Yes, exactly,
2: yeah. exactly. Um, and so, to some extent, it makes sense why they chose Zack Snyder to do this because he had done Three Hundred, which was uh, pretty successful. Um, yep. He had done Watchmen, which was you know also successful. He mm-hmm. had done Sucker Punch, which wasn't great, but this is Man of Steel, and he's not writing it. And yeah. he's being brought on I, I don't know. I mean, do you think it's fair to say he's being brought on as a visual as a sort of visual guide? Or sure do you think he goes um, beyond that?
1: I think that in the studio world, if you have proven that you can start and finish a movie, yeah. Then you're then <laughs> then sure. then you're good. Yeah. As sure. long as long as the politics are right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think that Warner Brothers were th- were thinking. I'll bet Zack Snyder could yeah could bring a cool visual style to this. I think Warner Brothers was thinking, okay, um, Zack Snyder's made money before. Chris Nolan made a lot of Bunch Batman movie. Mo- yeah, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, they like the script. This makes sense. Sure. But um, that that's my that's my um dark and gritty um. Uh, take sure yeah Um, (laughs) that that they're not too worried about who directs it as long as as long as they can get it get it done and make a lot of money yeah but um for my perspective when i heard Zack snyder was doing it i did have mixed feelings Mm -hmm. one in the sense that like okay nolan's batman was so grounded Mm. i was afraid that Zack snyder was going to take man of steel and unground it in a way okay to do slow motion shots and too much contrast and yeah. and worlds that didn't quite look real they look painted on and, yeah. and just Zack Snyder it but he yeah. didn't do that yeah um he he maybe it maybe at times more so in Batman versus Superman but True. he didn't really do that yeah and um honestly to this day like I still I still kind of like this movie happy <laughs> <Yeah, me> too <laughs> um I'm I'm yeah. not as I'm not yep I think this movie was more successful character wise than batman versus superman was yeah and yeah i agree with that it doesn't feel super dark and gritty and moody like uh the you know that that was the biggest critique is like this isn't this isn't superman yeah um you know i buy that like this is a a cool superman origin story sure i buy that like you know zod just says he's going to he he will kill everybody in this room (laughs) and i will never stop
2: yeah, and and like that, those choices are, you know, are fair enough and could be done really, really well. Um, and I'm with you. Like overall, I like this movie. I don't think it's amazing, yeah. um, but I like Man of Steel. I think it's cool. Um, it's based on, I think one of its big influences is a comic called Superman Earth One. Uh, and I don't remember who wrote that. I don't remember if it was Jim Lee or who it was. Uh, but I can't remember now. But you, you remember the comic, though. It, w- it was basically the same setup where it's like Superman's there. He's not established yet. It's like, you know, he's just becoming Superman. And then Zod, with all of his ships, comes and threatens Earth. And he has to figure out blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is, I mean, those choices are legitimate. But I, m- my thought looking back is that, like, Superman is the wrong focal point for Zack Snyder. Like, yeah. Zack Snyder yeah. doesn't really like Superman. Like, he, he doesn't right. like, he doesn't like the traits that make Superman good as a character. So it's exactly. really weird that you would have Zack Snyder, I mean, it's not weird, it makes sense for all the reasons you just cited, money-wise. But, yeah. but at the same time, artistically, it's like, he doesn't like that. Like, his big influences yes. are the very people who undermined the sort of standard reading of Superman. I mean, uh, yeah. Alan Moore and Frank Miller are the two people that he absolutely loves, and they're the ones who undermine the superhero archetype in the 1980s. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I don't yeah. know. But, but you know, all said, the movie was cool, and there, was yeah. some mean, parts, there were some good parts. You know.
1: There were some other choices that I still kind of stand behind that just people hated like oh, yeah? paw kent okay saying maybe you know you know a, a clark kent as a kid as a as a teenager saying what w- what should i have done let let him let them drown yeah and paw kent says i don't know maybe i don't know maybe yeah but you know his 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 view is the world's gonna eat you alive yeah and yeah. that's that's true to our world yes right? no it is that's it yeah. rings true to me that this yeah. is a father trying to protect his son yeah. over anybody else. Sure, and if if Superman uh, comes to his decision on his own, that uh, you know, not that his father's saying don't do this his father's just being realistic sure. and protecting his son yeah i like that take
2: i like that take too but i feel, I don't think
1: it's dark
2: yeah no i agree i don't think it has to be dark but i think the potential dark reading of that is how Zack snyder likes it right i think he sure. likes a superman i mean in the in the second so <laughs> all right i'll just unload on this so on the in the second movie the batman versus superman uh maw kent says to superman Choose to be their hero, choose to save them, or don't. He and she says, "You don't owe this world a thing." You know, yeah. and I'm like, that to me goes a little too far. Like, I like the realism of it, of sort of like, yeah. you're an alien, you have to be careful. I want to protect you. You're my son, et cetera, et cetera. But I, d- I, I want that to be a conflict. You know what I mean? I want it to be yeah. like, I want it to be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't because I have to be careful, but I really need to do the right thing. You know, like you need that sort of internal moral push. And I think he doesn't like, he doesn't care for that. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: I I, I agree. Like, I, yeah. I mean, there, there are two ways to read that. That's, that's either his mother saying, like, you, you don't owe the world anything because this isn't your burden to bear. Mm -hmm. Um, just because you have these abilities. Right. Yeah. But no, I, I I get that. Like,
2: well, and, and part, part of, part of me coming to, so, um, i may i may smear across a few movies here so apologies we're we're, we're good oh yeah we can talk dceu we can get in specifics but um so snyder's take on the dceu because okay so let's say this for folks who aren't keeping up with Zack snyder after he makes man of steel he sort of gets crowned the kind of king of the dc comics animated or not animated excuse me dc (laughs) comics film universe right yeah they're going to do what Marvel did. They're going to make a bunch of money. Uh, they're going to, you know, bring a new Batman. They're going to have Wonder Woman. They're going to have Aquaman. They're going to have a Flash, all this stuff. Um, and Zack Snyder is the guy who gets to be the visionary for all of it, basically. Yeah. As you said at the beginning, probably not a great choice. But no. So there, there's this, there's this YouTube channel that I watch sometimes called Wisecrack. I don't know if you've ever seen any of their stuff. No. But anyway, they had a good video on Zack Snyder that I watched this week prepping for this. Where they explore, particularly in Batman versus Superman the movie, and also in Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, uh, the other big book that's not Watchmen from the '80s, they explore the influence of this philosopher named Ayn Rand. Have you heard of her? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you know stuff about her? Basically, um, uh, not much. She's I mean- she's very like hyper individualist, hyper capitalist sort of. You know, thinks that. Basically, the, 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 the takeaway – I teach Ayn Rand in my philosophy classes sometimes. The takeaway from her is that she thinks selfishness is good, right? The way to be moral is to be selfish. Um, okay. And so if you are not selfish where you're trying to hurt other people, but you need to look out for your own self-interest, and other people can either do that or not, and sort of it's, – it's just a very – sort of capitalist individualist type mindset you know what i mean sure uh the people who have the goods and have the resources and the gumption will naturally come to the top and get rewarded for their good work whatever and so <clears throat> she's incredibly or that philosophy anyway is incredibly influential in both frank miller's work on batman specifically mm-hmm. dark knight returns and also in batman versus superman which is so influenced by that by that book right and so those quotes like we were talking about just now from ma and pa kent where it's yeah, like no, you, don't, are... you don't know this world anything it's like superman is you know he he's an individualist now you know what i yeah. mean like he owns himself he doesn't have to he's not sort of more he's not pushed in that sort of like mid 20th century american communal way where like yeah i have to be a good citizen he doesn't have any of that you know, yeah, um, and I think that's my main problem with Snyder's
1: Superman. Sure, like yeah, uh, I as agree it, as it's written, um, but he, he yeah. still makes that choice to do that, though. So right. it's not right, that right. he doesn't make that choice; it's sure. just that he he he's not taught to do the right thing necessarily
2: from yeah. his parents. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. They're at least like, look, you got to watch out for yourself, and. Yeah. And I don't know, that just... I feel like that... And one of the critiques I came across that I thought had some legitimacy is if you're going to set up a Batman versus Superman movie, um, making Superman be that way takes out all the conflict. It takes out all the philosophical conflict because that's what Batman is supposed to be. You know? Yeah. He's dark and grim and he'll do whatever it takes. He's going to bend the world to his will. And Superman's very like, we have to take care of each other. We have to be good to each other, et cetera, et cetera. So if they're both very like... You know they're both the same, basically, or something. Yeah. So yeah. No. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I rambled. Think that, Sorry. Go. Ahead.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. And and I think the biggest problem with how Superman's portrayed in this in this uh, movie world is yeah. the fact that um, Marvel came in and dominated. Uh, the team-up movie. Sure. So we got Man of Steel and then we got the team-up movie, (laughs) which in reality, we should have gotten Man of Steel, Man of Steel 2, Man of Steel 3, and then a team-up movie. Yep. So you know who Superman is. Exactly. Um, Yeah, for sure. You can assume, and I think that's what Warner Brothers was banking on, that like three of the the most well-known heroes ever are Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Of course, yeah. And you can assume who those characters are. Yeah. Which is fine to an extent unless you change that. Right? Yes. Yes. So in Batman yeah. versus Superman, the problem was, okay, you can assume what Superman's like, but he's not quite like what I remember. Um, yeah. I don't think he's I don't think he's developed to that point yet. I yeah. think that in Man of Steel they tried to do that with like sure. the last scene, right, uh-huh. of Superman being like I'm Superman now, but yes. that's not earned. Yeah. And then in Batman versus Superman, if you had just made the conflict of the movie yeah. be about should we fight or not versus the conflict is us fighting yeah, and then have some sort of Batman versus Superman battle that would be significantly better like mm-hmm. Batman mm-hmm. should should contemplate and struggle with you know Batman doesn't kill yeah. Batman <laughs> yeah. Batman yeah. has um some some mental hang-ups yeah with stuff that that he was scarred by as a child, sure. Right, yeah. Uh, someone with a gun killed his parents. Mm-hmm. I won't touch a gun. Yeah, you know. Right, um, right, right. I I cannot kill. I can't. I can't. Even though I'm uh, above the law, I can't kill the most murderous psychopath. Yeah, on the planet, just out of principle. And this guy is going to just keep murdering and murdering and murdering. Sure. But I'm going to sure. keep locking him up. You sure. know, like yeah. So that's, and, that's, ba- and, you yeah. know, that's Batman's character. So mm-hmm. you start this movie with a Batman who you just, he's cool with guns. Sure. Right? Yeah. He's, uh, he says, "If there's one percent chance that this this alien <laughs> could right. hurt, harm yeah. the planet, I, right. I, I my only choice is to destroy I have it. To destroy right? it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, He's
2: basically Lex Luthor. I mean, to, it's, to some yeah. extent, um, you know, yeah, is
1: completely and one hundred percent not earned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll say all this to say, I actually still like Batman I c- versus Superman. Kind of dig this movie. I know. I know. Yeah. Same um, here. I, I think. I think all the stuff that's wrong is is pretty loud sure yeah but other than that like i kind of like i kind of like i think it's i think it's more ambitious i don't think it was successful but i think the ambition is enough for me to like like it yeah yeah um and i think that ambition was probably bringing in um chris terrio who sure to this to this day has only proved that he can write one great movie (laughs) um Uh, he wrote argo and and won like an oscar oscar for it i think yeah 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 um
2: yeah. Um, so to talk about talk about BBS a little bit, um, and I want I do want to keep the focus on Snyder, obviously, because I could go off talking about Batman forever. Um, yeah. But oh, we'll I'll, get there one day. We will. Also, as good Batman fanatics, which both of us are, uh, we do have to throw in the the quick caveat that we do know that at various points in time in Batman's history, he has killed. um yeah. See, nineteen thirty nine. C. Tim Burton's eighty nine, et cetera, et cetera. Nonetheless, we-
1: Yep. Yeah. we fast forward to the toughest darkest Batman there is yeah because it's Zack Snyder <laughs> and my Batman ki- yeah. well I, and you know yeah. of course he's killed and, and like yeah. but, and the reason being is that hundreds of people have written this character yeah. there's no yeah, one of version of the character that works exactly yeah but yeah. you have to acknowledge what most people love about these characters yeah because these characters are Batman is not Zack Snyder's, right? Yeah. Batman is all of ours. And yeah. Zack Snyder can do whatever he wants with Batman, but you have to, you have to be okay with the consequences of yeah. making some pretty hard, hard changes. So as, um, in as, his as
2: long as we're talking about BBS and we're talking about his take on Batman, this will loop in. This will be about Batman, but I'll loop it into Zack Snyder, um, which is that Batman in... I mean, first of all, Zack Snyder likes his heroes complicated Morally ambiguous yes. and so forth, yeah. right? And that can be
1: done really, really well. I mean, watchman's yeah. a masterpiece. The book is. No, um, I, I I prefer complicated characters too. Yeah, of course. Um, I think Batman is an incredibly complicated character. Yes. Even at his simplest. Yes, his exactly. the simplest version. You know exactly. And so
2: his take. I've already complained about uh, my problems with his take on Superman. His take on Batman is also down to a T, and a lot of this is coming from uh, the video essay I watched, but nonetheless, I'll reiterate it. His Batman is, to a T, a sort of Iron Rand, you know, libertarian hero, to some extent. He is rich, good-looking, there's a random woman in his bed when we see him, you know, waking up to take pills yeah. and take a drink of booze, uh, which is very un-Batman. But very anyway, un-Batman. Yeah, exactly. So he does that, he does all that stuff, and then at the same time, he really the the only moral code that he believe exists is the one that he makes you know what i mean uh yeah he this batman uh, and affleck is you know visually and to some of the some to some degree the acting choices he makes one of if not my favorite batman on film yeah um, let's let's go yes. ahead and get that out of the way yes no no complaints about affleck he was amazing yeah. um,
1: batfleck batfleck was great yes um yes the uh Say what you want about B- BVS. Sure, it's hard to it's hard to um, argue that we had one of the best, if not the best, live action. Yes. Adaptation adapt, adaptation of a Batman fight scene. Yes. Oh ever. god. Oh God. Yes. Um, that that yeah. you know, the, the two actually two scenes. The the scene where he's trying he's he's creeping through the, the building trying to get the villain. Yes. And then when when Alfred is on his comm saying, Okay, uh enter through the second floor or whatever. Yeah. And then it's just arkham knight but like you know our mm-hmm. arkham city where he's just completely and utterly destroying these bad guys yes, so and the good. only way batman can we've never we've never yes. seen that before no we haven't i could have you could stop the movie there or just watch that and That's just enjoy it worth it. just enjoy that yeah. right <laughs> for sure
2: for sure um anyway so yeah no i mean totally i don't i don't i'm not just here to shit on Zack snyder um but being critical about it you know he is this character that like it's clear what Zack Snyder's sort of values and and preferences are, what his artistic tastes are, um, and two things to say about that. Number one is he has actually been in talks, and I don't know if been in talks is the right way to phrase it. He wants to direct a feature-length movie version of Ayn Rand's novel, The Fountainhead. Um, that's one of okay. his like projects that he's been wanting to do for a long time, and I'm like, yep, exactly. Yeah. Makes total sense. And then beyond that, he also talks in a lot of his interviews, he'll bring up over and over this um, this sci-fi comics magazine from, it, from like the 70s called Heavy Metal. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah. He brings that up a ton. And if you look at some of the stills of like – or some of the panels, excuse me, of like Heavy Metal – it's very much Zack Snyder's visual style. It's it's yeah. dudes with enormous muscles, women with like, you know, insanely unrealistic body forms, and dudes too. I mean, but like yeah. very like hyper idealized human forms doing just wild stuff. Like heavy metal was one of the one of the books that didn't fall under the Comics Code authority. And so They could do whatever, so there was, like, sex and violence in all their stories. And so it's, like, just a bunch of, like, sort of what a 14-year-old straight boy would be into in terms of comics. You know what I mean? Sex, violence, women with little clothes on, you know, dudes stabbing each other, whatever. And I think it's just super clear that that's kind of of influenced his artistic taste to a level that, like, it shows through in a lot of his stuff. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, no. but but, but I, I, I have the I have the I have baby doll killing robot Nazis though. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. It evens yeah, so out. It's cool. so, <laughs> so I'm saying something very forward
2: and progressive. Uh um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so and so, I just think that that comes through. Were they
1: robot Nazis? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't that kind remember. of d- diminishes it a little bit. Just sure. make them Nazis. Right? <laughs> just make them Nazis. Yeah,
2: <laughs> um, but there's that, and then there's also weirdly enough, and I got to talk about this because I I actually wrote a paper on Superman and delivered it at a conference like a few years ago, and I used uh, Man of Steel because it was the only one that was out at the time. I used Man of Steel as one of the examples, and the Man of Steel advertising promotional push that Warner Brothers did really locked into the fact that there was so much like Jesus imagery all over that movie. That movie is, and and BVS too to an extent, but I, I mean Man of Steel is just, it's just Christian like all the way through. Yeah the the original Superman character Weird. yeah the original Superman character is basically a Moses analog like he's a guy who gets put in a little vessel and sent off to somewhere else mm-hmm. and then becomes you know something to save the people whatever but like um, Zack Snyder's Jesus or <laughs> Zack Snyder's Superman <laughs> is Jesus you know yeah um, he hits the cross pose a couple times there's that scene yeah. where he's talking to the priest when, he, when he's
1: floating back down to Earth yes. to save it yes dude. Um, um, cross pose there's he, the scene uh, where he's he, he talking g- to the he, priest remember that where like he gives his life you know. to save mankind at yeah the end
2: of yeah at the end of bvs um, when he's talking to the priest in man of steel the frame if you look up the frame it's hilarious like it's henry cavill's face and then jesus in stained glass in the garden of yeah. gethsemane um both it's of subtle. them con- it's <laughs> subtle but it's there <laughs> yeah, it's subtle but it's there and so i don't know i just think he's yeah. very very into like these sort of bulging muscle strong man messiah types um yeah and and i think that's kind of his artistic downfall if i'm gonna be honest like i yeah. think that's no i would that's agree. one of the big things that keeps him from being as great as he could be because he clearly has strengths you know
1: yeah. But I don't know. That's I have smeared all over movies, yeah. BVS yeah. and Man of Steel. Yeah. he's not he's not he's not firing on all cind- cylinders there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this all brings us to okay, Man of Steel. Uh-huh. BVS. Yeah. Um and another thing, if you look at um if you look at the uh Amazon Princess Warriors in um were the Amazon in 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 No, the the Amazon warriors were only in Justice League, right? And then uh, yeah. Wonder Woman,
2: I think so. Yeah
1: if you look li- if you look at a side by side comparison of, yes. of the art direction and wardrobe of the 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 Amazon warriors in Justice League and the Amazon warriors in in uh, Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman, yeah, it's ri- it's ridiculously different. Um, one looks like super sexy three hundred. The other one looks like yeah. kind of what you would you know they sure. wore armor. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh again that's and that's kind of that sucker punch, I think yeah. gaze of of yeah. of, of yeah. Um, a dude just kind of wanting the Amazon to dress that way sure um, yeah
2: and and i mean that that that's the thing like a lot of his work reads like what a teenage straight boy would would be into in terms yeah. of that stuff. and I'm not trying to like say there's no place for like. You know, there's no place for that type of thing. Do you know? What no, I mean? of, course, the, of course. You know, it's fine. It's silly. It's fantasy. It's whatever. As long as it's not super harmful, yeah. or you know, you're not saying something damaging or or regressive about women or whatever. Um, it could be done in a way that's good. But I'm saying, just even as an artistic endeavor, I think yeah. that's what. Yeah. You know,
1: I'm not it's saying it's like you, yeah. Yeah, we're we're not viewing this thing in a vacuum. Like we yeah. we have enough context at this point to feel like. Yeah. Well, you know, um, mm-hmm. it, is mm-hmm. that the best choice? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, So then he goes on to make Justice League. Yeah. And he does. He makes the movie. It's like three hours long. Mm-hmm. He loves the movie. Yeah. Warner Brothers is like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, Zach. Dog, it's, three it's a little, hours? It's a little long. He's like, <laughs> well, I can, I can cut it down a little bit. I can uh-huh. cut it down a little bit. Yeah. So he starts to cut it down a little bit. And then tragedy strikes. Yeah. And yeah. His, he loses his daughter to suicide. Yeah. Yep. This is in the middle of post-production on Justice League. Yeah. So he he and his producing partner, also his wife, mm-hmm. uh, Deborah Snyder, desu- decide to step down from making this movie. Because how do you keep making mm-hmm. a big, silly comic book movie when something like that happens, right? Sure. Yeah. So they step down, and Warner Brothers hires Joss Whedon to finish the movie. <laughs> right. The movie comes out. So, uh-huh. Joss Whedon, um, he, he does some reshoots. He hires a different composer. He changes the tone of this film drastically, right? Yeah. And this is, this is where the, uh, the famous uh, mustache removal comes in. hmm So, you know, Henry Cavill's under contract to, to, to shoot Mission Impossible yeah. with a mustache on. And he's, he, he's so tough in that movie, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a great action he's movie. He's
2: a beast in that movie. It's you'd great. you'd
1: have to have the you'd have to have the best visual effects teams in the world to 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 do that realistically yep. in that short amount of time and sure. i guess they didn't have them yeah <laughs> but um the movie comes out and it's it's kind of a tonal mess um there's literal dialogue in the movie that basically says sorry for the last one yeah um yeah. we apologize for you know batman batman's <sighs> cracking jokes saying <laughs> la di la di i'm mm-hmm. not i'm not like you know sorry sure and yeah you know the audience isn't dumb we can see it we can tell yeah so that starts the release the steiner cup movement it's mm-hmm. a three-year-long movement <laughs> yeah um to try and get like we want to and and you know this it's impossible you, mm-hmm. you you can't take a company like warner brothers yeah. and say hey we want to see the the We want to see the version that you didn't want us to see. (laughs) No, they're going to bury that. Yeah, of course. But then a global pandemic happened, (laughs) and things changed. Sure, sure. And HBO Max acquired the rights to the Snyder Cut. So if you check on IMDb, Mm -hmm. you'll you'll find Justice League 2017, Mm -hmm. and then you'll find 2020 Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, 2021, 2021 not this uh, year yeah 2021 yeah, yeah. zach snyder's justice league that's what it's called yes. it's not called justice league no, it's a it's different not. title yeah and i think they're still deciding on there so they they got the original composer junkie xl back uh-huh. they're not using any of joss whedon's yeah. new reshoots. footage yeah. reshoots yeah everything was original to that three so they may just release the entire three hours so on hbo max so here's as here. a mini series yeah So, yeah, exactly. So, here's the thing. I
2: think all of that is 98% correct. The one thing that I heard that was different than that is that there's potential that this would have happened regardless of the sort of pandemic. I heard okay. that this was sort of already in the works because of HBO Max as a streaming service. Um, okay. And so I don't, I don't know how true that is, but uh, wh- one thing that I came across when I was prepping was that apparently some of the people involved were actually worried that they would have to postpone it because of the pandemic. Oh, that's like they interesting. They were already planning to do it and stuff like that. Um, but nonetheless, they've, they've allotted HBO, Warner Brothers, whoever, I don't know who's paying for it, uh, has allotted, what, 20 to $30 million. Yeah, to finish thirty this stuff. million dollars to finish. So it's yeah. like
1: you know when you, when you're post production on a movie like yeah. this, you have a three hour long movie, um, lots of visual effects, mm-hmm. and not just like make Superman fly, no. but like create Metropolis and Gotham yeah. in the backgrounds. You know, you yeah, have yeah. so much to do. Yes, and all all of the the fight scenes in these types of movies now yeah. are like people on ropes on a green screen. You know, yeah, yeah. So lots of money there they have to rescore the whole thing i I think the score was finished but probably not recorded properly so they've got to record that score okay so a lot of money um but um my first thought was as as a as somebody who works in film and an aspiring you know filmmaker my my first thought was oh cool you know i get to see both like that's kind of dope like great Will it be great? I don't know. I hope so. You (laughs) know, I'm always hopeful that the thing I'm going to see regarding like Batman and Superman is going to be great. Oh, yeah. But if not, like, cool, whatever. Yeah. You know, I get to see this thing. And it's exciting because uh, word on the street is that because of HBO Max, Mm -hmm. you know, Warner Brothers was throwing away Batfleck. Yeah. And now Ben Affleck has signed a contract. To play batman again oh x really? amount of times for hbo max oh my god yeah you're okay, just so you're here, hearing about this now jesus so here's one yeah, of the things he's that back I, for hbo here's, max
2: <laughs> here's one of the things that i heard and i don't know if this overlaps with that was that um zach snyder and the folks who because apparently like this was getting in this was in the works his justice league was in the works before covid happened and he had a screening with People from Warner Brothers, people from HBO Max, and even Jim Lee was there, apparently. Um, yeah. And they went to Zack Snyder's personal theater at his house and watched mm-hmm. his cut of the film Yeah, and whatever he had. And so what I've heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but that they had actually reached out to not only VFX artists, but also to some of the talent yeah. for, for potential additional material. So I don't know if that just means like 80-yard lines or or whatever i mean i i would imagine they're not going to do reshoots with these sort of big name stars but at the same time it's it's i wonder if that overlaps to some extent with what you're saying about ben affleck i don't know yeah so um, yeah. Th-
1: this is this is stuff that according to um what who is it
2: let, let me just thank our listeners who are hanging in with us for this we're getting yeah. deep in the nerd weeds
1: on yeah. this one I'm very Yeah. am This excited. this is this is <laughs> this is what we do okay yeah um so this is here here's a quote yeah. it says uh taylor murphy of the cultured nerd mm-hmm. um who apparently has had insight on some of these things before that have become true sure um he says ben has indeed signed a new contract and he is coming back um the announcement uh is expected to happen either at dc fandom sure or at justice con okay Yeah, one of the two we're going to get that announcement, but it's going to happen before September. We're going to get the official announcement and we're going to get the Snyder vs. Batman is is going to be returning. Huh. So this has been my thought since I first heard about Ben Affleck becoming Batman. Yeah. Give him thirty to fifty million dollars and let him write and direct write and direct a cool detective Batman story. Fuck yes. And HBO Max, a streaming service, like Yes. Why not? Why not? Like, people are going to eat that up. People are going to sign up for HBO Max for that.
2: Absolutely Um, they
1: are. Yes. So, like, that's the exciting thing about right now is that, like, we're getting an uh, R Pat's bat, uh, Batman, yes. on the big screen, yes. Like, why can't we have both? <laughs> of course, yeah. Why can't and we that's have? Not, yeah. That's not
2: to downplay Robert Pattinson. I am psyched about that. No, like, that's no, going to incredible, dude. But 100%. You, give
1: me both. Just give me more. <laughs>
2: yeah, just more. <laughs> of as, as much as as much as you can afford to make. <laughs> as many just make people it. <laughs> as many people who are excellent that you can put in a cow yeah. do it. Yeah, for sure.
1: But oh, that's cool. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, and and just for the nerd nerd stuff, you know, Zack yeah. Snyder, whatever, 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 whatever. But so, Zach uh, Zach Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see it. It's going to be yep. a lot of content. It's there, he, I think he I think if he does reshoots, he wants to make like cliffhangers for episodes. And yeah, stuff, I heard that, which would yeah. be cool. Yeah. But Ezra Miller's F- The Flash. Yeah, a lot of people hated him. I thought he was kind of wonderful. I thought he was cool. Yeah. I thought he was a weird, yeah. quirky, funny, but also like. Completely fit in this universe version sure. of the Flash. Yeah, Flashpoint's yeah. getting a movie. I know. So he's finally getting his movie. I know. And what's his face? I think the uh, comedian. Right. What's his name? I don't the know. The actor for the comedian. He was. Oh, oh, uh, Jeff- Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, I or something. think I think he's playing Thomas Wayne in the in okay. the Flashpoint movie. And you've heard who's
2: at least in talks to play Bruce Wayne, right? Yes, I yeah. have. Yeah. Of course. And
1: that is. <laughs> This is the drum roll for you.
2: Yeah, exactly. It needs a big drum roll
1: for sure. No, it's for you. I want you to announce it. Mm. Oh, I see. It's it's it's, it's Michael. It's
2: it's actually Batman. Yeah, yeah. It's actually Batman. (laughs) It's actually Batman. Um, It's gonna do it.
1: That's wonderful. Like, just give us all of it. Sure. Um, Yeah. Everything's meta now. You don't have to have. Oh, this is canon, and this. This no. doesn't work in the yeah. the extended universe. whatever. Just whatever, make cool man. movies. I can we're, keep we're... up.
2: Come up with some convoluted explanation. I'm a nerd enough to read about it. I'll keep up, man. Like, yeah. figure it out. Whatever, it's fine. Or just say, be like uh, Joaquin Phoenix and just say, "Oh, this isn't in any other universe." Here you go. Um, yeah, and we'll be like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> oh no, All this right. this cool. is this is Dope. his own thing.
1: Yeah. but it, but but uh, if you've heard anything about the 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 CW like DC shows, yeah, 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 um, they had a Flashpoint episode. Where Ezra Miller showed up. Oh uh, yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. That's cool. And uh, according to the writer of the Flashpoint movie, which is actually Christina Hodson, okay. who wrote Birds of Prey. Oh nice. She was cool. like, yeah, like we we this was all planned. We 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 knew like it wasn't just the, the yeah. because that episode was ridiculously successful for sure. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nerd, nerd, nerd. Very fun, cool. fun, fun. Very cool. I'm excited about all this stuff.
2: Um. So all right. So yes excited about all that to bring it back to zach we'll bring zach in for a landing here because we're going to talk we will do at least one episode on Zack snyder's justice league there's no question once that yeah. drops um yeah. but nonetheless uh the next thing that he has coming up and we can't really talk too much about it at least i can't is yeah. 2021 he's doing something called army of the dead um yeah. and i just want to note that this is the first thing on his filmography where he is going to write, produce, and direct again since Sucker yeah. Punch. And yeah. so I really feel like whatever that is is gonna be is gonna kinda give us
1: a nice yeah. like oh, that, that being said, yeah. mm-hmm. there are two other writers credited. Okay. Okay. So Shay right. uh, Hatton, right. who was a writer yeah. on John Wick Three, okay. and I think Joby Harold, yeah, yeah, who yeah. wrote Guy Ritchie's uh, King Arthur movie, oh, cool. are both credited okay. on the screenplay. Sure, sure. So who knows how much is who? Um, who knows? Yeah. That kind of stuff is like yeah. it's all political. But um, well,
2: and yeah, and so and so here's here's the thing. So I don't, I don't have anything really to say about Army of the Dead. That's what he's got coming up. But here here's my thought is like it's interesting that. Uh, so many of, like, comics and nerds fan- nerd fans were so not into Zack Snyder for a while, and then there was this, like, release the Snyder Cut thing that yeah. has, it seems like everybody's kind of on his side again, in yeah. a weird way. Um, yeah,
1: um, the yeah. internet's weird, though, is yeah. where l- people are loud um that's a good point do i you think know. the general public is like release the snyder Ver- or snyder cut no, <laughs> no i don't think god so. no um but i think but i think it proves though that yeah. you don't have to you don't have to have a blockbuster movie to sure. make money yeah. you just have to have a true. loyal excited audience that's however true. you know and i'm sh- i'm certain they said okay how many hashtags do we have of yeah. release the yeah. snyder verse from individual people yep okay multiply that by five dollars or ten dollars oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh i think yeah. we have something here you yeah. know yeah exactly um and that's just the new world we live in that's sure. how that's how bands survive i was have gonna like, say yeah bands do you know, this patri- as well patreon accounts and yep. they they you know whatever for sure
2: all right cool well uh do you have any other sort of overlying thoughts on snyder i have a couple but do you have any sort of anything to kind of bring all of snyder's work together
1: um, general thoughts on him yeah i don't know um i think that snyder you know he, he made his first movie when he was like 41 sure um which is you know first of all encouraging for any of you 30 year olds who haven't made a movie yeah but also like i think he's going to be the type of guy that kind of grows up much later in life sure <laughs> um i think i think in his 40s like that's like the equivalent of like a 20 year old dude right sure so i'm excited yeah. to kind of see where he goes yeah and I I would assume with the kind of career he's had, he's he's hopefully taken in a lot of like, you know, our 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 critique is isn't unique. Yeah. No, um. You no. know, people people are saying these things, and yeah. I think it's I think I don't know. Um. A lot a lot of the people who worked on Justice League, especially recently, mm-hmm. first of all, Ray Fisher who played Cyborg, yeah, um, has come out publicly saying that. Uh, you know, there's there's video of him basically saying that Joss Whedon was the perfect guy for the job to come in and and finish up Zack Snyder's movie. Mm, mm-hmm. And then recently, and that was like three years ago. But you know, recently he basically said, "I forcibly retract that statement." Wow! And that, okay. Basically, he's he he's throwing shade at Joss Whedon, basically saying he was unprofessional and treated the crew poorly. And Zack Snyder would have never would never never does that. Wow! Um, so it's it's pretty interesting to see like. All these, you know, big name celebrity actors like Ben Affleck and and Gal Gadot and and, sure. and uh, Henry Cavill all come out publicly saying release the Snyder Cut. Like, yeah, there's a, there's an interesting solidarity there with this guy. Yeah, and you know he's he's experienced some some major major life trauma oh, recently. Most, and, most definitely. Yeah, and seeing the solidarity behind, like, you know, they don't have to do that. Sure. Um, I, maybe they're under contract too, but probably not because Warner Brothers. I hired Joss Whedon to to do this yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And all these actors are coming out saying, you know, we want to see whatever that is the director's intent intended yeah. intention, his yeah. his first version, yeah, um, without any kind of meddling. Yeah. So that you know that that kind of stuff and that solidarity is kind of exciting for me, for um, sure. Well, I don't and, know that and, it, I and, don't know it doesn't necessarily change my opinion of Zack Snyder, yeah. but I don't know it, it's a better feeling than just thinking about like all the bad parts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely.
2: Uh, and uh, and also this this has to do with like to some extent I feel I feel like with Zack Snyder and his overtake of the DCEU Warner Brothers as a studio kind of lost its way, right? I mean, and this is not a particularly hot take, but like Warner Brothers has always um, marketed themselves as like the filmmaker's studio, right? So like the filmmaker gets to do whatever they want. Um, And then with these movies, it was very much like, oh no, wait, we're getting cold feet and we want to be like Marvel. We want to make that Marvel money, so we're going to, you know, step in here. We're going to get Joss Whedon. We're going to do, you know, whatever. So to some extent, it's releasing Snyder's cut of Justice League is kind of reasserting that maybe they're like oh no we should let filmmakers speak for themselves yeah or something
1: you know and i I know we're running out of time but sure the other thing that i think Zack snyder's actually really talented with regardless of whether he can he can uh deliver and Mm -hmm. that's not always up to him but sure i think his casting choices are kind of great interesting yeah i would be curious Um,
2: to see if he has a, 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 a the same person that he goes to for casting,
1: um, yeah, I mean, yeah, and they're always like, huh, like yes. every time I'm like, yes. the, my first instinct is like, I don't think so. True. Like, think about Jason Momoa, what yeah. for Aquaman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was kind of really charming and put yeah. put a spin on that character that totally worked, absolutely. Ben Affleck I w- at first I was like I feel weird I called I, you that night I'm like know. I feel weird <laughs> I know dude
2: I um, will say though I will I am proud of us at that moment in our lives that we like we adjusted pretty quickly yeah we, like, we were like we had yeah. shock we had shock when it was first said because we were like what the the guy from mall rats is gonna play you know yeah. and then we but were then like, we started flipping
1: through comic books We started thinking and like we started oh looking. yeah we we're like oh wait look at all these okay. guys that look like look kind of like Ben Affleck <laughs> exactly. and then they released the the Shorter, yeah. the short-eared like uh, Frank Miller-looking cow, and I'm like, okay, okay, we're is, fine, we're, we're yep, good. Yep, yep. I mean, like yep. he, you know, he cast uh, Gal Gadot. Gadot is correct, right? I think so. For, yeah, I for think her. It is. Uh, Gadot, yeah, yeah. She's Israeli. Uh, is that correct? yeah I, I think so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she was i believe yeah because she was in she was in the military there oh that's right before. that's right that's i yeah. think that's a standard thing for yeah citizens. it's like a public yeah. service kind yeah of thing. yeah <laughs> again at first i'm like oh but she played like a small role in the fast and the furious and yeah. then if you watch wonder woman she's just like yeah her character exudes like so many wonderful like yeah. feminine qualities in a sure. way that's like you know she's um she's uh when she sees a baby, she's like, "Oh, a baby!" Oh, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, I love ice cream." It's like it's yeah. it's all really ende- enduring, sure, yeah. uh, ende- endearing, endearing, yeah. And then and then uh, when it comes to violence, it's not like I'm going to be badass. It's like I need to protect people. Yes, people are being harmed, and I need to protect people. Yeah. And you know, Warner Brothers wanted to take the the no man what? scene out of that movie. Are the you most serious? The most powerful, oh. like. This Amazon warrior walking across this, this, yeah, into bullets, yeah just to protect like the people who are being harmed Dude, because yeah. no man could do it no man can, can no save man's these people land.
2: it has so many layers of meaning it's like no man's land because she's Wonder Woman um, it's also the fact that like it's no man's land because you're going to die but she's a superhero and then also it's like the third level of meaning which is like she's sort of breaking boundaries you know what I mean not only yeah. in like a sort of feminist way but also in sort of like a like you said her motivation is to care for human beings and it's a bummer that, yeah. <laughs> that she's going to have to throw this shield at them or whatever but at the same yeah. time she's not vicious or she's just so charming yeah. you know what i mean yeah she's just so uh-huh. wonderful and charming it's like yeah if, if i were ever to go to a
1: party i would want her to be the host of the party you know what i mean she's yeah. just so like, i mean you can watch wonder yeah. woman and just watch her and chris pine Absolutely. interact yes for like an hour Absolutely. and it's just comfortable it's yeah. it's it's warm it's yeah. it's but, and the last thing I'll say about his casting, and sure. I don't think it was as, as successful, but the idea behind it, I stand behind 100%, uh-huh. and that's Lex Luthor. Sure, like, yes, yes, yes. That that would be Lex Luthor now, Agreed, right? agreed. Like that type. Yeah, agreed. Um, I, I just think i don't think the movie was was good enough to give him give him the shot he needed yep
2: I completely um, agree i do not think the problem with that was and but also to tie that back into snyder in general <laughs> i think it is interesting that like who's the villain right it's not a big bulky hyper masculine dude it's a little skinny nerd do you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's the villain um yeah. and so I think that's interesting I'm not necessarily saying it's awful but i'm saying sure that gives you insight into i think sort of snyder's you know yeah, taste and, and approach and stuff well i will i'm gonna end this with positives um yeah let's do that i've i've done i've done my you know i've i've said everything i
1: think is is probably yeah. not super great about him and again like um, I'm, i i i don't like to just crap on mm-hmm. creative people no like, no no it's yeah. these things that they do are so difficult to achieve of like, course yeah, it's always good to say, well, this is what I like. Though. Of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And so... Because there are always things to appreciate and like.
2: Yeah, and so as a visual stylist, he's incredibly good. His... <sighs> One one of the things. Uh, first of all, let me just say I have no hatred in my heart for Zack Snyder and sure. and if people sure. do like get that stuff get that mess out of here. He's an yeah. artist creating stuff. You might not like it, but that's fine. Go do something else. Um, yeah. Wait
1: for him to do something terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead exactly. Of just, yeah. If know, he
2: does something terrible to another human being, that's different. My but. dad.
1: My dad would argue that he did do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because he wanted that Superman movie. Um, yeah. Well, no. He just he's just like uh, Batman versus Superman is. In his opinion, just it, it's it's blasphemy, it's sacrilege. Yeah, exactly. It ruined his childhood. Uh, yeah, yeah. He sure. can never get his childhood back now <laughs> because of Zack Snyder <laughs> and how he treated. Him. Uh, I hope he. I think I he hope, needs to watch it again. I but hope he. He, he will never. Eddie, watch. It I, to, again. I told him. I told him that I'd watch Zack Snyder's Justice League for him. Sure. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Let him know. But my dad. My dad enjoyed the stabs at. Zack Snyder's version (laughs) in Justice League that Joss Whedon put in there. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah, haha, take Uh, that, idiot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have any any hatred of my Harvard Zack Snyder. I uh yeah. um I heard I listened to an interview of him talking about and we didn't even talk about um I just want to mention the Martha scene. We didn't even talk about the Martha scene in BBS yeah. and how much shit everybody gave that. And I, I listened to an interview of him talking like he was watching the scene and describing why it was there and the angle that he had on understanding the characters and whatnot. And I was yeah. like I was like, man, hearing you explain this, like I still don't think it's successful, but like I understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. you're just an idiot or you're, you know, a loser or whatever. Like, <laughs> I get it. It's hard to do, yeah. and I don't think it's successful, but I couldn't do it any better, so whatever. Yeah. Um I also heard an interview of him from Man of Steel when he was doing like sort of press, and he was talking about like the political realities on Krypton. And he was talking yeah. about how he had based the political realities on feudal Japan and stuff. And so, like, yeah. as he was talking through this stuff, I'm like, I I completely am, am – I'm not against it. But, like, his taste in terms of this stuff is incredibly different from what I like about this stuff. Yeah. Some of it kind of overlaps. But mostly I'm just not super into his – what he likes about this nerd stuff. But at the same yeah. time, he really loves it. And I think that's great. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, I, yeah, I agree. In no part of him reads as if he's just trying to like cash in or
1: whatever. No. Like, he loves this stuff. You know? No, you you can't you can't make the movies he makes and yeah. not be like an ultra fan. Yeah, you know, exactly.
2: And it's like he likes character. He just likes
1: the wrong parts.
2: He just likes <laughs> dumb parts, <laughs> and, it's, and it's fine. That's no crime. Um, yeah. And so, you know. It it he's not one of my favorite directors. I think he has some visually interesting stuff, but overall, it's like it's cool that I'm glad he gets to make movies. I don't want him not to make yeah. movies. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think HBO Max is a perfect home.
2: Yes, yeah. I, To some to, extent, to, th- this reminds me of our conversation about M Night, which is that maybe this dude just doesn't need to be making stuff that's like forerunning blockbusters.
1: You know what I mean? The 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 blockbuster thanks. Spielberg and those like you who created this nonsense and George sure. Lucas or whatever. Yeah. The the idea that like you have to have X amount of movies every summer that everyone's going to love. Right. Is just silly. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's just there's so much at yeah. risk. Sure. And when I say at risk, I mean all the money sure. financially that they put into these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. You don't you don't have to make a two hundred million dollar Batman movie. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. You can make a thirty million dollar Batman movie on HBO Max. And that's fine. Well, and I really hope that moving forward... yeah, five million dollar Batman movie Hell for yeah, Blumhouse, dude. right? Absolutely, it's fine. Yes, exactly. Give me all of it, and I really hope
2: that moving forward, and I don't know if this is his trajectory or not, but one possible trajectory for Zack Snyder that I could think of would be like give me him making you know lower budget movies where hopefully the technology to realize his visual style becomes cheap enough that he doesn't need enormous amounts of money to do it. Yeah. you know, at least not to the level that he did before, like in two thousand six yeah. or something hopefully the costs come down on that and i can you know i would watch Zack snyder movies and they're not going to be my favorites but like yeah. i'll give him a shot sure sure you yeah. know it's cool i'm glad he makes movies i'm glad i've gotten to see the movies he's made so uh, that's that's my positives that i'll end with and I, yeah i've said enough. hey negatives.
1: nice <laughs> nice work do you uh um, do you want to do you want to rate he, uh, Zack snyder or you he also he yeah. and his wife like adopt kids like oh really got, like eight kids and half wow. of them are adopted so oh that's like, a, wow that's a positive that's thing very cool yeah absolutely so. that's really really cool
2: nice job zach Snyder. well done zach uh well done well done overall now now we get to rate you and here it comes <laughs> <laughs> here's here's your worth idiot
1: <laughs> uh you want to go first you want me to go first my my uh he's like above a five just just from like the, the positive things we've talked yeah but like He's not like a seven, right? right? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to give him like a very generous mm-hmm. six. Okay, a six. Cool, six Marthas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that just, one.
1: Just to put a little bit of a yeah. yeah, but you just barely got there, buddy. Yeah, six Marthas. Yeah, remember Martha. <laughs> You son of a bitch. You remember Martha's? Um, Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think, think you know what? Also, part of it was just like, (laughs) Henry Cavill's delivery on that line wasn't good. It wasn't good.
2: Well, and also, it's like not motivated. Why would Superman call his mother by her first name in that moment? Like, it's just, it's a weird thing to do. Um, All right. So, I... uh <laughs> I agree. He's uh, you know, I'm glad he's making movies. He's not really my taste, but you know what? If he's if you just love him, and you're you're not being shitty about it. You're not like, yeah, give me more sucker punch with you know just women in short skirts. Like you're being cool about it. You just think it's cool and you want to see people get kicked into wells in Sparta over and over. Like that's awesome. That's great. Whatever. Yeah, that's um, good. Good for you. Good for you, man. Uh, tweet about it. So my rating is I'm gonna go a little lower than you went. I thought we were gonna be dead on actually when you started describing it. Yeah.
1: But I landed on well, a f- my first yeah, wow. my first thought was a five point eight. Is yours a five point eight? is a
2: five point five.
1: So, um,
2: but I think that comes from like grading uh, assignments where usually I don't go with like sort of in between stuff. It's always like yeah. half it's like, or whatever. So it's yeah. like whatever point five, you know? No,
1: my my <laughs> I was gonna say five point five, but yeah. like uh, yeah. let's let's like five point eight just feels more <laughs> sure so then I went with six. So yeah. I mean you're it's feeling really generous. A, yeah. It's really a five point eight though. Let's sure. be honest.
2: Yeah well I'm gonna give him a five point five and um you know I've I've said everything that's I don't like about yeah. him and I've said the stuff I do like about him. I'm gonna give him a five point five out of ten needless and superfluous Wayne death scenes uh, because <laughs> we do not need to see the Waynes die ever again on film.
1: I don't need it. At the same time,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's my favorite cue in that movie. It's a good one. Junkie. It's a, oh yeah, the, yeah 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 for sure. Oh, don't get me wrong. It, that that it score switches is from like ass. a six eight, like four four to like a uh-huh. six or six, eight to a four four or something yeah, in, yeah. In, a, in a really odd way. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. the score is like it's tough. Sure. Oh, you yeah. You know, Danny Elfman's score for Justice League was not tough. No, it wasn't tough. It what, And he, I love yeah. Danny Elfman. Sure. I love Danny Elfman. Yeah, one of my yeah, top yeah. favorites. Yeah, yeah. But as far as Justice League, I think I would have preferred Junkies. Interesting. Because, like, well, here's the thing. You're going to get it. So, yeah. Going to get it. So
2: that's going to be good. All right. So what we got is a 6 and a 5.5 out of 10 for Zack Snyder. Um, You know, this is, I'm glad we did 5. this 8. episode. I'm was, a 5.8. Yeah. Oh, okay. 5.8. <laughs> Changing it. Marthas
1: 5.8
2: Marthas this is uh, this has been Common Creatives Podcasts. please reach out to us and let us know what you would like us to talk about Um, we came up with this one on our own but we could use some help so uh, email us at podcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram at Podcast. we're a dual production our podcast is of the Destination Nation Network right here in Louisville Kentucky very beautiful city uh, and also uh, rock candy recordings and podcasts out of Asheville, north carolina so go to destinationcomics.com com and rockcandyrecordings.com dot com for other cool podcasts and you can buy comics if you're in the local area etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera. i
1: always feel weird giving people lower scores do you i feel bad no dude i feel great I making feel movies is hard
2: it is hard but like it doesn't mean you can't it doesn't mean i mean what's what's the alternative like all movies are great because it's hard to make good movies no yeah, you, you like, <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Every movie's good. I'll send you some movies to watch and change your mind. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, in terms of being a super buff dude with some cool tattoos and who like wears a vest with ties, um, <laughs> and, and uh, is he that buff? And uh, he's pretty buff, man. I mean, he's buffer than I am so He's I don't small know. though, right? He's, he's a small, small guy. but like he's you can tell he's into like buff stuff. Yeah, I feel like he does CrossFit. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. So in he's terms of that, older. what's that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. In terms of that and like. Uh, in, in terms of love and like moral ambiguity in your superheroes uh would you say that you concur i would say that <laughs> okay. i would say that okay <laughs> all right well release the snyder cut everybody and uh we'll see you next time see
1: you
0: thank you for listening dnn to find out more visit rockcandyrecordings.com